Hello, and welcome to Ground Control Parenting, a blog and now a podcast created for parents raising black and brown children. I'm the creator and your host, Carol Sutton Lewis. In this podcast series, I talk with some really interesting people about the job and the joy of parenting. Today, I am thrilled to welcome the amazing Misty Copeland to the podcast. Misty, as our listeners surely know, is a principal dancer with the American Ballet Theater. She began her ballet studies at the age of 13 and was immediately identified as a prodigy. She joined the American Ballet Theater Studio Company in 2000, became a member of their corps de ballet in 2001, and in 2007 became ABT's second African-American female soloist and the first in two decades. In 2015, Misty was promoted to principal dancer, making her the first African-American woman to ever be promoted to the position in the company's 75-year history. But Misty didn't just stop at breaking down all these barriers in the world of ballet. As she continues to dance, she's also doing so much more. She's working to bring ballet to underserved communities. She's empowering other black dancers to use their voices. She's building her foundation to move these and other missions forward. She's working with other athletes to launch a sports apparel label. She's building a production company. And she's the New York Times best-selling author of a number of wonderful books, including her memoir, Life in Motion, An Unlikely Ballerina, and her latest book, The Wind at My Back, Resilience, Grace, and Other Gifts from My Mentor, Raven Wilkinson, which was just published in November in 2022. She wrote this book with Susan Fales Hill, her longtime friend and mentor, who's been on this show and is a good friend of this podcast. And now she's a mom. Misty is married to attorney Olu Evans, and in July 2022, they welcomed their son, Jackson. Welcome to Ground Control Parenting, Misty. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Ah, I am so very excited to have you with us today. And there's so much to talk about. You've had so many wonderful productions in 2022, <laughs> your baby, your book, and more. <laughs> so let's just get started. <laughs> so Misty, when I first began reading your your new book, and in the prologue, I was thrilled to see your candid thoughts of your not-yet-born Black son. And y- you wondered when you were thinking about him, who would he be? Who would he want to become? And I'm quoting now, would doors be open to him or would he have to break them down with the help of so many others who had tried before him? I mean, these are all questions that we ponder regularly. Who are our children going to be and how can we help our black boys and girls become the best that they can be? Mm-hmm. And so, and, and here we give parents resources to address them. So my first question for you is how has new motherhood been? I mean, how how has it been? How is it having a son? <laughs> well, I just first have to say I'm I'm so happy to be here having this conversation with you, Carol. I, you know, I'm I'm very private in terms of my you know my personal life outside of my career as mm-hmm. a ballerina, um, and it's just been a whole new world entering into motherhood and 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 deciding you know the things I I will share and. Uh, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of my experience or even just, you know, sharing Jackson with the world. And so mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. thankful for this space that you have, you know, created. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a first for me. So this is, you know, a, a little <laughs> nerve wracking, you know, talking about, you know, I'm a, I'm a new mother and, um, it's been, one of the most rewarding things that I've ever experienced. I mean, I've always known that I wanted to be a mother. I, I'm so grateful to have grown up uh, in a large family. I'm one of six children, and I, I mm-hmm. just, 
you know, loved having siblings. I say that we all raised each other. We were all each other's best friends. And, um, and I, I wanted to be able to have my own family one day, which has been difficult with, you know, being in a career that I, the career that I'm in. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have enjoyed every minute of it. My husband likes to say, like, just there's don't share too much because, you know, people might feel a certain way because I enjoyed my pregnancy. I enjoyed labor. I've, I've, been, I've tried to see like the beauty in, in every part of motherhood so far. You're probably looking at me like, mm -hmm. there's so much more to come. No. <laughs> Well, there is, but you know, I'm so happy to hear you say this because so much of talk about parenting now is, is, is hand wringing mm. and, and focusing on the things that are tough, the things that, um, the, the sacrificing. And, and while there is plenty of that, and, and sure, it is a challenge to bear, to have a child that you need to put first and mm -hmm. foremost, <laughs> but I'm happy to hear how much you've enjoyed it so far. I, I was um, really headed for a total different life, as, as cliche as this might sound, before I had children and was really startled to understand how much I enjoyed uh, the whole process, the, the having them and watching them develop and helping them grow. And so, first of all, let me say, I get that it's tough. A lot of people had tough labors and they yeah. have children that are colicky. I mean, I get that there's a lot of difficulty, but it's also really good to remind people that it's a, it can be an absolutely wonderful mm -hmm. experience. So, so good. Oh, that. Good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and certainly here we celebrate yes, it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, so you mentioned you come from a large family and it was, it, it was great fun. So, you have a boy and you say in your, I think it's your most recent book about how you look forward to introducing him to the world of, of, of ballet, the world of culture and all the worlds, you know, is there anything that you think differently about with respect to a boy? Are there any, are you any nervous at all about a mm. boy? I mean, you have brothers, so maybe that yeah, helps. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> helps. And you know, my, my youngest sibling um, is a boy, my youngest brother, Cameron. And mm -hmm. so I have such vivid memories. I, th I think I was seven, seven or eight when he was born. So I feel like I was very involved, or at least in my own mind, I, th I, <laughs> I thought I was really helping out. Um, and I really enjoyed uh, a boy. Like I enjoyed having him, uh, I don't know, just the experience of, of – um, getting to, to see how a boy develops and how, you know, how it was mm -hmm, different mm -hmm. from me and my, and my, uh, my sister who I was very close with, um, and very close with. But, you know, I feel like I'm just trying to come at this from a very, uh, open, uh, place where I don't want to have these expectations of what I, I think it should be you know, be like to raise a boy or the things he should be doing. I want him to just be able to explore everything. And and I have to say, I'm just so blessed to have Olu uh, as a partner who mm -hmm. is uh, just incredible when it comes to um, allowing for me to, you know, parent the way that I want to. We have, of course, a lot of open discussions, but, uh, you know, th there's never any, like, you know, stay away from that. Like, it, we, we want to be able to explore and allow for Jackson to explore. So we're keeping things open. I mean, he's just now starting classes, um, music classes <laughs> and sensory classes and 
Um, <laughs> and, you know, we're just, we're letting him explore everything. And so I don't know. I, I'm sure it would be, it will be very different if and when I have a girl, um, what that experience will be like. <laughs> but right now it's just, it's been, I don't know. It just feels like normal, I guess. Great. And just as a quick aside, I will tell you, my oldest is a girl, and then uh, she's seven years older than her youngest brother, uh, three years older than the middle one. And that seven-year difference, you're, it is a completely um, understandable feeling that you have that you were helped to, to raise him because my baby, the youngest, when he went off to college, he part of his college essay was talking about how he really feels that his siblings raised him as much as oh, his parents wow. did. So, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I'm very happy about that. <laughs> but I, that did give me pause. I'm like, hmm, really? <laughs> but <laughs> that's so funny. But, so. When it comes to the, the, the concept of, of parenting, I often say that um, how we were raised really impacts how we parent. And if we liked parts of our childhood, we parent in that direction. And if we don't like them, we parent away. And it's really hard to even know how that works until you have right. a child. So you've, you've written in, in depth about how you grew up and and the closeness of your family, but the and the opportunities you had through ballet and then the challenges you had with balancing ballet and family. So what kind of values and lessons do you think you want to pass on to Jackson? Like what would you like to bring forward from the way that you mm -hmm. grew up? Um, you know, it's having having Jackson has definitely made me step back and and have more of an understanding and appreciation for um, you know, the way that my mother raised me and my siblings, you know, I, I, I cannot mm -hmm. imagine having six children in my twenties and doing it on my own for the most part. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I cannot. And so it, it makes me, um, I think understand a bit more about, you know, where my mother's priorities were, which was to, uh, you know, keep food on the table and a roof over our head. And that's, that's mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. she could do in those moments in that time for us. And, and it makes me mm -hmm. appreciate it in a different way rather than, you know, focusing on the things that, you know, we didn't have. Mm -hmm. I think, I feel like I've spent mm -hmm. my life doing that already. And, and mm -hmm. now I'm at a point where it's like, I can see the bigger picture, um, of what it was mm -hmm. she was doing. And, um, and I've often, I think, looked at me and my siblings and and all of our success and thought like oh it just must be like in our genes that that none of us ended up <laughs> on the streets or you know in a mm -hmm. in a difficult mm -hmm. situation but you know i think a lot of it was my my mother's um parenting and and the things that she mm -hmm. was focused on which i don't think i i could see clearly um before having children um Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think that it's, it's really about, and I used to hate when my mother would say this, but it's about doing the best <laughs> you can do. It's about doing the best that you can right. do, you know, whether it's with, the, you know, the mm -hmm. circumstances, the, the resources you have, um, doing, doing the best you can do and, and, and offering love every single day to, to your child. Mm -hmm. Um, what's been really interesting is, you know, because I've I've been with Olu for I think like eighteen years now. Um, we've been married for wow. six, but it's been a long journey. And mm -hmm. so, 
you know, I feel like his mom has been such a big part of my life. And what's been fascinating mm-hmm. is, is I think the change in our relationship, you know, with my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. um, Mm-hmm. Literally from the moment Jackson came out into the world, I felt a, a, an, an insane bond with my mother-in-law, Linda, um, and, mm-hmm. and respect for the way she raised Olu for the incredible man and, and husband and father that he is now. And, um, also just the difficulties of what it was to raise a, a, a black boy as a white, a woman. Um, so I just mm-hmm, feel like I have mm-hmm. such different, you know, perspectives that um, I think are really going to help me in in raising Jackson, just having such different uh, voices and points of, of view. That That's really great. And I have to say that as I read your earliest memoir, I was struck as you described circumstances growing up that were undeniably difficult sounding, your consistent compassion for your mother in that circumstance came through so clearly. I'm glad to hear that it's even stronger now, but I, I marveled as I read how, how, um, um, it, 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 how, how consistent your compassion for her was, was. And it really did prove something that I think about a lot. And that is in, in my circumstances, my parents, who were very loving and supportive and of both myself and, and my brother, parented us very differently. Um, I was an easier child to parent, and my brother was difficult. I mean, he didn't like school. I mean, difficult from their perspective. There was some, he was up to more mischief than I was. And what that taught me was that people could be really loving, really supportive, want the best for you, and just not know exactly what to do, I mean, or, or or unintentionally do things that don't necessarily move you in the right direction. So, so when I was reading about your mom, I was thinking she's compassionate, and it makes sense because her mom was clearly doing what she thought was the best right. thing. But in that same in 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 your discussion of those days, you talk about the things that um, your not only your childhood but your work through the, the world of ballet, the things that you learned out of it, the strength, the resilience, the the grit. So here's wonderful little Jackson who is growing up in a different world, mm-hmm. completely different world. I mean, from when he is very young, there will be things that he will have access to. There will be opportunities for him. He won't have the same sort of obstacles. Right early obstacles to, to hurdle mm-hmm. over <laughs> to give him this resilience. How are you thinking about how to pass on those strengths when his when he's going to have, in a good way, a, a very different upbringing? Yeah. Um, I think it's about letting him really experience things for himself. Um, also putting mm-hmm. him in different environments and around, you know, different types of children and in different communities. I mean, we're, again, my, Olu is so on it. And he's, he's, Always like (laughs) thinking like 20 steps ahead, Um, you know, even just exposing him to, you know, we live on the Upper West Side and we don't want him to just be on the Upper West Side in classes Mm -hmm. or around, you know, in in this neighborhood, but just to to be able to experience all types of people. Um, And again, you know, I, I never thought I would be this way. I always thought I was going to be tough <laughs> as a mom. <laughs> I really did. I was like, nope, I'm going to be the disciplinary. I'm going to be the one that's, um, you know, like let him, let him sit there and cry or do whatever. And I, I, <laughs> it hasn't been that easy. Um, but I, but I still believe that, you know, that I, I want him to be able to develop the tools to be able to, 
um, get through tough situations and not and, and not be the person that's like doing that for him or or trying to do that for him. Um, yeah, let him you know be an independent person, independent thinker. Um, and I think it's it's going to be tough. It's been tough, you know, to um, to watch to watch him struggle. Even though again, he's he's only like ten months old. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but yeah, I think that it's 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 really about kind of um, being there as a support system, but also um, you know being able to let go a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. And that is a challenge. The very good news is that you recognize that up front as a challenge, because many people who um, come from different circumstances that they find themselves in when they have children, instinctively just really want to sort of redo in their own minds, sort of the, the world that they wish they had lived mm. in. And that includes a world where as a child, you don't want for anything. And as a child, you sort of get to do the things you want to do. It's understandable, but it, it's problematic. Right. And, and I, I say this, it, it, it sounds like it makes sense that you wouldn't do that. But so many people are drawn to do that because, you know, you remember you identify pretty strongly with the feelings you had yeah. when you were eight and couldn't get right. that thing. Right, <laughs> so. right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit now about um, your most recent book and your your discussion of, in loving detail, of Raven Wilkinson, who is the first black ballerina in the Ballet Russe de Monte Carlo, and how she created a path for your journey, and she was able to teach you and help you. And you had also other mentors. You had your initial um, mentors, the, the Cynthia mm-hmm. Bradley, the woman who introduced you to ballet, and, and Susan mm-hmm. Fales Hill, who we know and love. There's a really good connection between mentoring and mm. parenting. I mean, in fact, I think you refer to Susan jokingly as the other yes. another mommy. I mean, can you can you talk about how mentors kind of play a parenting role and maybe reach young people in a way that parents can't or or don't know how yeah. to? I mean, I've I've always valued those relationships that I have. You know, I've seen my mother in in uh her role and, um, you know, the capacity that she had to, to parent me and my siblings. But there have always mm-hmm. been incredible mentors in my life that have, um, you know, come, like you're saying, like b- being able to articulate things in a different way or allow me to open my mind and see things from a different perspective. Um, and, you know, because it's not your parent and, um, or, you know, it's just a, a different bond and relationship. And so, um, you know, I understand how vital that is. And, you know, Olu and I talk about it often, like he didn't really have that, um, relationship, those types of relationships in his life. And he really regrets not, um, maybe having someone to push him towards that or, you know, having a mentor that came mm-hmm. into his life or understanding the value of it. So it's definitely something that we are aware of and, and want Jackson to be, you know, to, um, to understand that, you know, there are, there are different relationships that are valuable and important to, to have, um, so that mm-hmm. he does have a safe space, maybe when there's certain things he doesn't feel comfortable telling us, or, uh, it's just easier to, um, to do that with other people. But the relationships that I've had, you know, with, with Susan, um, with Raven, um, you know, even with Prince, they all, pulled something unique and different out of me and allowed me to see myself um, and the strengths I have um, in a way that I couldn't before. Um, What Raven 
gave to me was this sense of uh, just endless love and hope. Um, I mean, her resilience was was just unbelievable. Um, you know what she experienced throughout her her life and her career being a black woman and and you know working as a professional ballerina in the 1950s and um the racism she experienced and yet she still had this undying love and passion for for the art form and she shared that with me and 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 made me have a renewed sense of of love and respect and um and hope for what the future could be um Mm-hmm. for you know the next generation of black and brown dancers that you know come into this world mm-hmm. or just want to be a part of this art form um so you know i i just i value those relationships so much because they've allowed me to become the woman that i am and again it brings mm-hmm. something out of me that my mother couldn't mhm mhm and, and you know on that on that note I, I definitely, I've, I have girlfriends who I will literally, even though my children are in their twenties and thirties now, <laughs> um, well, th- I, I will say to my friend, can you just call her and talk to her? Because I mean, she's not going to hear this from me. So, so uh, I the mentoring that. relationships never, they never end. <laughs> but, but, but I, but it's an interesting relationship because sometimes, I mean, I do this with my girlfriends. I kind of authorize this, but there are instances where, um, children have mentors that aren't buddies with the parents. So how do you suggest mothers cultivate mentors and and more importantly, sit comfortably in the space that welcomes the help, but isn't threatened by it? Mm. Because it's kind of, it can be kind of threatening if there's somebody else that is, has your child's Mm. ear, you know, I mean, you have to kind Mm -hmm. of let go of that. I mean, do you think that's going to be, that would be tough to do or? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think it's going to be tough to do. I'm already at a place of like, you know, with a nanny or babysitter, I'm like, but what if he's more attached to them? If I'm not like, it's just like ridiculous, you know, things that I'm already thinking about. So like, yes, I'm sure that I'm going to have those, yeah. have those feelings. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I wonder if it's, you know, these are relationships maybe that are cultivated through a passion of his. So there's a diff, uh, it's coming from a different mm-hmm. angle. So it's not just like, oh, there's this random woman that's serving as like a second mother <laughs> to you, you know, but it's, you know, but so that it's, you right. know, at least that's right. been my experience is that, you know, the mentors that I've had have kind of come um, through, uh, you know, having a voice or a lens of, of something that I'm doing, of something that I'm a part of, you know, mm-hmm. Susan being, um, on the board of American Ballet Theater for as long as she was, and she was coming with a very unique perspective for me. Um, so it wasn't like she was just fulfilling this, this, uh, mother position, but, you know, she was, she was, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. a black woman that understood the, that world, um, but also was, mm-hmm. was, coming with um, more of, I guess, like a business savvy uh, point of view as well, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm, just from mm-hmm. the artistic side, but also uh, had a relationship with my artistic director and was was getting uh, a push from him to be that person for me because uh, I would feel more comfort, um, you know, having it come from a black woman who'd experienced her her own life and journey of of being a mm-hmm. black woman in America rather than um you know an older white man who 
who didn't really understand that journey. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, all of these people have, have found their way, um, through things that are meaningful to me. And so I hope that's, uh, you know, maybe a way that, he, that Jackson will be able to, um, find, find those types of relationships, um, that will probably mm-hmm. make me feel a, a bit more like understanding of, of, <laughs> you know, where, where they come from and, and the purpose that they w- will serve. That, that's a really good answer. And, and it reminds us that as parents, we do have to, as, as tempting as it is to look at everything through the prism of us <laughs> and our child, <laughs> there are people that are going to be in their lives that are going to know about things mm-hmm. you don't know about. And they're also going to have perspective and advice that you can't right. have as a parent. And so it's sort of the more the merrier in the village yes. that, that is raising yes. up your child. I read your, your most recent book and it struck me that mentors certainly serve the wonderful purpose of guiding a person and helping them along the way, but they also, they remind the person who's being mentored that there's someone else that is has has their back and is also um has a, has an expectation with a non-anxious mm-hmm. concept just that that when things get tough you can remember that the I'm thinking of you and Raven like she was able to do things that were really tough and so when things became tough for you mm-hmm. there's sort of almost an an, an an instinctive and internal kind of additional obligation not in a bad way but in a in a motivational way an additional motivation to do it because it wasn't just you you're not yeah. Alone. Yes. You've got that. That's you've got the yes. wind, which is why you called the book <laughs> you, <laughs> what you did. Yeah, but, you, uh, you, you explained that so well. I, I 100% agree. Yeah. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to the show. One of the things I wanted to ask you about so, do your focus on parenting and parenting a, a black boy in particular. So, you are clearly. Your career is proof positive that you can dive really deeply and you can dive into something, you can, you're disciplined about it and you can master it. Are you approaching parenting like that and particularly parenting this boy in, in this world? <laughs> is it the same kind of intensity? You know, what's so fascinating is that, um, that is how I've, I feel like I approach most things in my life. Uh, being a, being a ballerina, being an artist, being a Virgo, um, Mm-hmm. And my husband's kind of the opposite. Uh, when it comes to parenting, I feel like we've almost swapped. Um, that, that <laughs> he's the one that's, that's, you know, you know, reading every book and, and just really kind of focused on doing things in, in, in a certain way. And, and I feel like I've kind of let go a little more and, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I look at, at Jackson as like this beautiful work of art that I want to like enjoy, but also like nurture <laughs> and, and keep it, mm-hmm. uh, growing and, and alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, the early years, there's definitely right, that. <laughs> I just, can I just keep you alive, please? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and so, I, yeah, I, I don't feel like there's the same intensity that I have in my approach. I've had in my approach for my career and getting to where I need to go. I think that I, I'm allowing for a bit more um, flexibility um, where I don't think mm-hmm. I have been as forgiving with myself to be that way. It was just <laughs> like, you're going to work, 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 even if you are about to break um, because you have 
and and in fact, you did break, but exactly. then you, you got right. put back together. <laughs> yeah, because there was like a different uh, responsibility and expectation and weight. I felt that, of course, there are mm-hmm. there are those things as a mother as well. But I feel like um, I have to be more flexible in order for him to have room um, to grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Misty, you are just the the perfect. GCP mom. Oh. I mean, all the things that you're saying instinctively are the things that I talk about all the time. The, this concept of, of, of certainly you need a certain amount of discipline because there, there are parenting skills that are helpful and all this research that says if you, you know, if you do things, it'll be helpful. So there's, there's certainly, there are guidelines to follow, mm-hmm. but intensity for its own sake right. in, in terms of parenting is sort of like, particularly, I mean, I, I you know, in New York City where it's just the, the parks are kind of uh, buzzing with people who are intense right. about every aspect of their child. It's like that always, I, I, I so reject that concept that, you know, there is a certain thing that has to be done in a certain right. order and your child, if your child doesn't do X mm. by Y, you need to worry. So good. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you are um, able to sort of step back from that because it, it doesn't, um, uh, you know, there there's so many things in your child's life which will encourage you to feel more that way. There's the school mm. process, and so to the extent that you can sort of get to a zen more <laughs> a zen like place than the early days, uh. and, <laughs> and stay there as long as you can, it just, I mean, it makes for a, just a happier child yeah. <laughs> and a happier life. I mean, life. <laughs> I feel like um, you know, even just going back and thinking about my pregnancy, and we might have we might have discussed this the last time I saw you, but just trying to not take everything to heart. Like I was hearing that that people were telling Mm. me. Um, I feel like Mm -hmm, I've been mm -hmm. good about letting that go. Like, sure, I will listen. And, and, um, and it's interesting to hear different, uh, different people's experience and, you know, what they've experienced with their child. But I feel like I got kind of bombarded with people's experiences and opinions. Um, and mm-hmm. so much of it felt like negative, like this, you're, you know, you're, mm-hmm. this is what you're, you're going to be sick. You're going to, this, it's going to be hard. It's going to be in, right. and I just had to just go, Phew. um, I, I want to <laughs> experience this for myself and I want, you know, whether it's difficult or not, like I want, I know it's a journey. Um, and I feel like that's how I've looked at my career as well. Like, even though I've been always been hard on myself, but it's a journey and, and, and you have to enjoy the process. It's not just about reaching these milestones and, um, and what, you know, when are they going to do this? When are they going to walk? When are they going to crawl? And, and so mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, mm-hmm, enjoying mm-hmm. the whole thing and, and not let, letting other people's words kind of, um, take over and take away, I think, the joy of, of your experience. Oh. Absolutely. Uh, I really, I agree 100% that particularly from pregnancy Mm. on, I guess it's under the concept of misery loves company. (laughs) I mean, people want to tell you about their terrible experiences. (laughs) And they, under the guise of preparing you for what could happen. But there's some sort of bizarre badge of honor amongst people about sort of the terrible things that they experience, which I too, you know, that's what it seems. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> yeah, it's different for it everyone. Is. And it, it just, this concept of, um, of, uh, it, and in fact, it, it, it's rampant throughout sort of parenting, um, conversations about, okay, let's drink wine and let's talk about how bad it is. And, you know, hope, I mean, it's, it, granted, it's not a, you know, a, 
I'm like, I won't be a good guest, you know, in that, in that circle. I'll be like, it was amazing. Even like getting, even getting (laughs) sick during my pregnancy, which I did for like almost the entire thing. uh, I, there was, I don't know. I, it was okay. I'm like, I've experienced a lot worse. (laughs) Well, there's that for sure. And then, I mean. (laughs) <laughs> but and then not to get all sappy about it but I mean honestly I mean I think about this when I'm looking at my like six foot tall children it's like this thing you, you were crying life. that sounds so no hokey. I feel the but same I mean, really I mean if you get a you get sick I mean goodness knows you're you're like nobody else does right. this. There's stuff happening in your body, and then a human is going to come. I mean, <laughs> okay, that that shouldn't be a walk in the park. And and when I was pregnant for the first time, and people wanted to tell me all about their 72 hour labors and all that, <laughs> I would just look outside. You know, I live in New York City, so this is easy, and there are always a zillion people out there. And I think if it was really that bad, there wouldn't be right, this many people right. out there. <laughs> we would stop. We would stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, good. You're on, you're definitely on the right track. That's, that's really good. So, so one more, um, area of questioning, which, um, I'm sure you get all the time, but perhaps not in this way. So as I detailed in the open, you have so much going mm-hmm. on. I mean, you're dancing, you're producing, you're writing, and now you're a mom on top yeah. of that. So before I ask you the cliche question, which I will ask about how mm-hmm. you manage it all, I'm going to ask it in a different way. Thus far, is there anything that you can see that is from your ballet training and life that has impacted your parenting and the converse of that? As you dance, is there anything that now that you're a mom has changed the way that you do your work? Mm. You know, I'm, um, I feel like I've become a different person since I, I gave birth. <laughs> like it's, it's changed the way that I even, um, look at, my career as, as a dancer and, um, and just moving forward. It's also been interesting because I'm not really back on stage yet. So I haven't really Mm -hmm. fully like dove in, um, to really being back in that space. So I feel like I don't really know what I'm going to bring. I, I, I know that as an artist being on stage and portraying a character Having, ex- you know, this relationship with Jackson is definitely going to come out in the way that I, um, you know, pull from my life experiences, which I always have when I'm when I'm acting on stage. So I know that that's mm-hmm, something that's mm-hmm. going to blossom and grow that I'm so looking forward to. The physical aspect of it mm-hmm. has been really hard um, <laughs> to get to get back into it. No and, doubt. you know, and I'm, I'm 40 <laughs> years old now. And, um, you know, that's older for uh, for a ballerina and, you know, pushing it for a mom, too. So it's it's, it, you know, <laughs> No, I will push back on both of those in that my mom took me to see De Margot Fontaine when I was young and she was well over 40 when I saw her. And, and I was that age when I gave birth to almost that when, when, I mean, I've had children that age. So yes, I, I I appreciate (laughs) that it is, it is on a spectrum on one end of the spectrum, but not the highest end of the spectrum. Right, right, right. You're good. You're good. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, there's a there's a discipline of course that i bring from my own uh, experience and and training a discipline and a patience i think that i bring mm. um 
from my life as a ballerina and my work in the studio um, into my life as as a mother. Um, that you know, it's it's a balance of of things, and it's and it's going to be constantly changing and evolving. It's how I you know I I look at my body that that I'm approaching every single morning. I'm not dealing with a machine that you know, like a computer mm-hmm. that you you know, download all this information into and save that it's constantly changing mm-hmm. and there's a balance. And I feel like that's the way I look at, at Jackson. You know, he may have done one thing yesterday and it's like so exciting and he may not do it the next day. And, and it's, you know, just mm-hmm. being patient with, with the whole process. And I feel like, you know, we just talked about, I'm not, I'm not old, <laughs> but being a more, no. more mature, you know, to have, <laughs> have my first child and having a lot, um, you know, I'm not, not 20 years old. And so I feel like I have a lot of life experience to be able to kind of ground me in my approach mm-hmm. in, in motherhood and just a, a different, uh, perspective. And, and again, patience, um, through this, process. Okay. You've nailed sort of the key thing there, that patience. (laughs) (laughs) Patience is the watchword for parenting. And so... Good. <laughs> That's a really good answer. And so, so now I will, uh, I will just ask uh, the the cliched. I mean, ha- there is so much going on. I mean, j- even if you weren't a new mom, you have a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of um, work that you're doing. But um, how do you handle the pressure? And and this is a question that I'm sure parents everywhere want to know of of having all these different moving pieces mm-hmm. now. Uh, you know, it's I'm it's hard. It's hard. And again, I'm so mm-hmm. thankful that I have, uh, that I have my husband and, and we're very fortunate to, you know, be in a position like Olu works from home now, like since the pandemic, he gave, he gave up his office at his, mm-hmm. at his law firm, um, which has been so nice, <laughs> um, to have him mm-hmm. home and also just, you know, we, We've done it on our own. We, we just, um, brought help in, um, I don't know, four weeks mm-hmm. ago. So the, you know, the first, I don't know, nine and nine months of his life, it was just the two of us. Um, but some things suffer. And, and again, it's like, yeah. it's, you know, yeah. some things are going to suffer and you have to put your foot, you know, it's just redirecting your focus at different times and, and, you know, the things that need attention at that time. And, and I, and I just to be, transparent and honest right now ballet is the thing that's kind of like on the back burner um since mm-hmm. since the pandemic and you know I wasn't dancing during during that time it's kind of rolled over into into now but um in that time it allowed me to really develop these other things that are that are so mm-hmm. close to me and I'm so passionate about and it's all aligned and connected to my dance career and and um mm-hmm. and who I am as a leader in that space you know all of these projects aren't kind of just random things that stand on their own but they're all they're all connected and so I think that it's it's only realistic that some things are are going to have to suffer a little bit you know when when building my own foundation from the ground up and it's finally mm-hmm. off the mm-hmm, ground mm-hmm. and um, the production company and uh, but you know I'll I'm, I'm hiring building teams for those things so that I can step away and and really focus mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. on my dancing again um, 
So yeah, it's it's being able to just kind of step back and and uh, and not feel like I have to be perfect in all aspects of everything I'm doing and have total and complete control over everything um, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about finding the right team and and trusting in them to be able to step in and 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 um, and do things that you can't do. Um, but Jackson's my focus now, so. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, you know, it. I was thinking as you were talking that it makes all the sense in the world that you would be doing all these different things because pretty much from when you came onto the scene in ballet, and you've talked about this a lot, you've, you've, you've looked at it differently and the ballet world has looked at you differently. I mean, you've always kind of pushed in different directions. I mean, your groundbreaking work with Prince, your amazing Under Armour campaign, you're allowing people to view ballet in, in arenas in which they weren't accustomed to viewing ballet. Mm-hmm. That's also part of what, what I think, what's so, so admirable about you as, as not just a dancer, but as a leader in the dance world. And so, it it makes sense to me that even now with more demands, a little baby and <laughs> maturing, it makes sense to me that you would still be pushing at all these different areas. So, um, so that is that is truly inspirational, I have to say, and 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 um, it is it is truly great to see. You know, I, I'm going to wrap it up, and but when as I do, I just want to use a quote from you. I want to quote you to you. <laughs> in the, it's your advice that you give to young dancers. And you say, there's no way to go on stage and be the dancer and artist you want to be if you're not prepared, focused, and mm. grounded. And I, when I read that, I was like, the same thing for parenting. <laughs> <laughs> So you have a parenting quote in your book, even before you became a parent. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so as as I wrap up, Misty. First of all, I can't thank you enough, but we're not quite done yet because I would love for you, as I wrap up, to play with me, as all my guests do, the GCP lightning round. Okay. <laughs> I just have four very quick questions for okay. you. But before I get into them, again, thank you so much. It's been thrilling uh, as I knew it would be, and I'm so excited for you. I. I hope that I have not intruded too much oh, into no. your private world with Jackson, but I appreciate so much that you've shared a part of it Thank with us. You. So, so here are the four the four questions. The first one is: Do you have a favorite poem or saying? Um, I'm first of all, I'm so bad at these like lightning rounds because my answers are always way too long and <laughs> in depth. But, oh, please! It's, it's okay. going to be lightning. Lightning means only the speed okay. of the questions, okay. not the okay, answers. Great. Um, I mean, I, I have to say, like my Angelou and um, and s- still I rise, but I also, um, mm-hmm. and this is twofold because it's also one of my like favorite books recently has become um is a a poem um lullaby for a black mother um by langston hughes um Mm, so yeah mm -hmm. those two great great that was that was a pretty short answer (laughs) that was good (laughs) and speaking of books i I, i'm asking for your favorite two children's books and you can include one that you remember growing up with and or one that you like to read to okay um you know, I, I wish that I would have known about or been introduced to more, uh, black authors and, and, and children's mm-hmm. books growing up. And I, I don't have recollection of that. Um, but one that always s- stuck with me, which is, is interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just the, like, the, the creativity of this story was where the wild things are. That's always been like, was one of mm-hmm. my favorites growing up. But, mm-hmm. um, 
as I was saying, Lullaby for a Black Mother um, is is a beautiful, um, you know, picture book. But um, also, It Had to Be You, which is like, it's such a silly book. <laughs> but I remember, um, like, reading it to Jackson, like, the first month that, you know, he, he was home and crying so much, like, every time. And him just <laughs> staring at me like, what is, why is this wet stuff falling on my face? <laughs> <laughs> These silly books that when you're Aww. just like so emotional and so happy, yeah. they just like make you ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so these next two questions have to do with mom moments. Mm. So give me, has there yet been a mom moment, and I mean funny and lighthearted, not anything deep, that you might have wanted to do over again? I mean, do it differently? Have you, Has anything happened where you're like, oof, next time? <laughs> you know, there hasn't been anything that's been that crazy. Um, I feel like I would have, I would just be like next time around, try not to stress so much about nursing. I think that mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. just like, there's so much expectation and pressure around it. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, and I mean, I've, I'm coming to a close now. It's been like officially, it'll be like 10 months of, of, of breastfeeding, which mm -hmm. I'm so happy that I could do for Jackson. Um, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I just felt like throughout the, throughout it, it was like, is it going to end? Like, when is it, you know, is, am I going to be able to right. produce and like just crazy right. schedule yeah. stuff? Like I, right. for, right. I think for, Eight months, I was waking up at 2 a.m. and pumping because that's where I was oh. getting like the most milk and mm -hmm. it was just miserable. Like, I, there just has to be a, like, <laughs> I don't know, a better way. So I, I guess I'd redo that. <laughs> Do that over. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's funny. I actually haven't talked much about nursing, but yeah, I, I agree with you. There's a lot that surrounds it. I mean, clearly there's research that indicates that it's a good thing to do and we all know that. And those of us who can do it, mm -hmm. do do it. But I have to tell you, by the time I got to my third <laughs> child, um, <laughs> you know, those the, the span of time kept getting shorter <laughs> and shorter. And, you know, he's 23 now. He's Good shape. I don't think that, you know, I can't, there's no distinction between the first and the third that I can point out. So, so I agree. We can all kind of relax about that. I mean, it's it just, you know, it sometimes feels like the world conspires mm. to put people who are in the circumstance of with being with a newborn, like all, what you do not need is additional no. pressure for more things to be right. nervous about. Right. It's sort of, it's just, it's just, it's back to that attempt to get to the Zen. I mean, <laughs> so, so good. I'm, I'm glad that, and so finally, um, tell me a moment already where you've nailed it as a mom. And it can be the bawling over the book <laughs> <laughs> when you were reading. That's certainly <laughs> the mom uh, hormones were right, definitely I nailing know. it then. <laughs> um, I, you know, I have to say that just not too long ago, um, Olu Jackson and I were on a flight from, oh, it was over New Year's, like coming, coming back in the New Year, mm -hmm. um, from Miami. And Jackson's been on, like, his first flight was to to Corsica, to France. Like, he's been on lo a lot of flights, and wow. he's been on long mm -hmm. flights. And mm -hmm. Miami was not a long mm -hmm. one. I mean, it, we we were delayed or, and stuff, so there was, like, some, some things that added to uh, his experience. But it was the first time mm -hmm. that we experienced him having a full meltdown on the plane. And Olu and I have talked about this, and, you know – 
but of course you experience and it's such a different thing, but just letting go of this like embarrassment and, you know, Mm -hmm. like need to control him and the moment and other people's expectations and whatever it is they feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm so, I I was very close to tears just with the frustration of the, of everything that was happening. But I think the way that, um, that both Olu and I handled that moment. I'm I'm very proud, you know, that it was what mm-hmm. it was. We were doing everything we could to, you know, make Jackson comfortable. Um, but it was mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. out of our control. And um and and I think it was just hilarious that, you know, we it was it was late at night. So like the lights were off in the plane. So it was just like, I don't know what everyone's thinking or <laughs> going through behind <laughs> us. And, you know, we, we right, stood right. up and there was um, this, this older gentleman that, you know, was just like, I have seven. This is a blessing. These tears and screams are a blessing. And we were like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so that was a proud moment. Uh, it's actually kind of a an interesting and good release to re- realize. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? Things yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's a good way to walk through parenting. I mean, you know, things happen. You do the best yes. thing you can. You work hard to do yes. the best you can, but things Full happen. Full circle. <laughs> our, our, our parents, our mothers did the best they could, and that's what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Misty, thank you so much. Great answers, great conversation. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This has been really awesome. I hope everyone listening enjoyed this conversation and that you'll come back for more. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your friends. For more parenting info and advice, please check out the Ground Control Parenting blog at groundcontrolparenting.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Ground Control Parenting and on LinkedIn under Carol Sutton Lewis. The Ground Control Parenting with Carol Sutton Lewis podcast is a part of the Seneca Women Podcast Network in partnership with iHeartMedia. Until the next time, take care and thanks for listening.